Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast. And now, the youth. Hello, everyone. You are listening to the youth here on Slam Radio, Series XM, Channel 145. This is Amanda Marie. Yes, I'm back and better than ever. And today I am joined by Brianna, Gerald, and Nicole, who's back as well. Welcome back, Nicole. Nice Been a to while, see but I'm glad to be back. <laughs> Happy Tuesday, June 23rd. It is the second day of the week. Tomorrow will be hump day. It's Wednesday. Weeks seem to be going pretty fast now that we're on summer vacation. And before we know it, we'll be ready to go back to school at some point. How exciting. But in the meanwhile, we continue to enjoy our summer vacations as much as we possibly can. And we still come to you live here on The Youth each and every weekday, 11 to 12, here on the Slam Radio Series XM channel 145. Before we get into when we jump into any of the topics that we have for today's show, we will, of course, go through our COVID-19 rundown, of which we do during the first segment of every single show here on the youth. So to kick things off, we have the global case number at a total of over 9 million cases with a surpassing death toll of 472,000 and over 4.5 million recoveries in the U.S. specifically, which as we know, we're seeing some states experience some spikes here and there. We'll talk about that a little bit more, but there's a confirmed total of 2.36 million cases and 122,000 deaths here in the United States, though the recovered patients number is at 733,000 patients. So we continue to see patients recover and that death toll slowly trickles up here in the United States. But like I said, we are experiencing some coronavirus spikes in cases per day in different states like Texas, Utah, and our very own the Sunshine State here in Florida. We're seeing the governor of Texas, he's saying that closing is the last option for them. Due to this latest spike in Texas, they have now reported 11 consecutive days of high hospitalizations due to the coronavirus. As we know here, we're seeing some record high numbers as well, which go hand in hand with the reopening of beaches, especially which as we know, we're closed for a long time. Now that they're reopened, people are out there. They're having a great time in the sun and you know the opening of businesses, restaurants, and things like that. But now in Florida, many major cities have now made it a requirement to wear face masks at all times, not just in indoor facilities, which as we know, and I'm not sure if any of you guys have had, you know, perhaps the opportunity to go to a mall. I went to the mall for the first time uh, this past weekend and the only time you really have to wear a mask, at least then, was when you were inside of a store. Because when you were walking around the mall, there was actually many people who did not have masks on until they actually walked into a store. So now we're seeing major cities like Miami-Dade, in Miami-Dade, like Miami, Miami Beach, Doral, Miami Gardens, Pinecrest, Pine Crest, North Miami Beach, West Miami, Miami Shores, Biscayne Park, Aventura, which we know has a huge mall. We have, we see, we have Aventura Mall, which is huge. A lot of people go to Aventura Mall, Key Biscayne, Hialeah, and Riverside. These are now cities within Florida that are, as, especially the Miami-Dade, which as we know is concentration in Florida for coronavirus cases. It is now an environment to wear face masks at all times, whether you're indoor, outdoor, whatever it may be, as long as you're not in your house, you have to wear a face mask. I think this is the most appropriate thing to do as the cases are increasing because at this point, you just want to keep, want to make sure that everybody's safety is on high demand. You want to make sure that everybody is getting the most that they can as possible. I think that for, you know, the fact being that we do still want to keep everything open and still want to have, you know, working economy in all these places, I think enforcing the use of masks everywhere at all, at all, at all times when you're outside of your home is most appropriate so that you can try and stunt this from where it is now. 
if I'm being completely honest, I kind of wish they implemented that like way earlier, like the enforcement of masks. Because like even if we saw a decline, we could have like prevented uh, a lot a lot of this happening if we just wore if like they just like told people keep your mask on in like uh, a bunch of areas that are populated with a bunch of people. So I think that it should have just been earlier that these um, that they should have enforced the rule of the mask. I agree with my brother because you see people they don't care unless like they have to go into stores that you must wear a mask so like being in public with a mask actually it benefits so that everybody can stay healthy stay safe because if not the spread is going to continue and we know that this virus is very very contagious like you see how bad it spreads and people don't really see that and they need to they need to enforce these rules i'm glad they finally did it yeah, and not even to mention just how like taxing this this disease is on your body. Like, it causes so much distress to you in so many ways that I think that yes, they should have implemented this before. But at this point, you live and you learn, and that's just what happened. Like they learned from the mistakes, and they're they're implementing it now so that this doesn't further uh, cause a, a a bigger problem than what it is now. And so they're nipping it at the bud essentially, so that yes, we have increasing cases, but hopefully this can this can minimize those cases as, as, as the days go on. And I mean, it's something that I sort of already practiced at any point that I would go out. And lately with the reopening of businesses, I've started to go out more than I did when we were in the peak of the pandemic, you know, hundred, we're already a hundred plus days into this quarantine. And now we're seeing, uh, you know, the rollouts and we're still opening, you know, I go do my nails and I have to wear a mask the entire time. And there's people who go around to make sure that these businesses that are opening are following the CDC guidelines. You know, I'm not sure if you guys saw the news over the weekend, but just three different uh, establishments here in, in Miami-Dade were shut down because people were not practicing and abiding by the proper CDC guidelines, which were wearing masks, which would explain exactly why we're seeing such a spike, aside from the fact that people are starting to go out now. You know, we've been indoors for so long. You know, our immune systems were not we weren't used to the outside anymore because we got so used to being confined inside our homes. So now people are catching cold and just getting sick in, in the snap of a fingers and they're getting the coronavirus because we're coming in contact with people now that we hadn't been used to for so many days on end. But just wearing a mask in general, it's something I've already pretty much gotten used to at this point. It's not the best thing ever. And I think you guys can agree. It's not something we we've been used to and now we have to get accustomed to this and who knows how long we'll have to deal with wearing a mask to go in public but if it's something that I have to do now as a mandatory requirement because we're seeing so many cities here in Miami-Dade make this a requirement where in order to be out in general you have to wear a mask it's something that I'm okay with doing because I do want that return to normalcy or some sort of normalcy because wearing a mask for us was never normal but I, I don't know if you guys agree with me but even though and we've talked about this here wearing a mask is the sacrifice that we have to make to go back to normal. Pretty much, you know, it's it's something that we can see to kind of integrate us back into, I guess, humanity in a sense. But I mean, I don't see what the big problem is with masks. You know, I personally think you put on some sunglasses with a bad boy and there you go, boom, you're in disguise. What's the problem with that? I kind of love that, you know? I walk around every now and again, nobody knows who you are. And that's pretty cool. It's, it's, it's a nice little change. So I don't see the big problem with masks. I, I like masks, but definitely, this is a, definitely a new way to kind of integrate us back and 
they give us a new structure, I guess, when we do go back into normalcy and routine. And masks have sort of become like a fashion statement now because I know I have masks in like every color of the rainbow. I have like a, a bunch of them in white. I have a pink one, a blue one, a yellow one, a gray one. So that depending on the outfit that I'm going out with that day, you know, I have a matching mask to go with it. I have one that has little hearts on it. I have just a myriad of masks now to wear because you know Brianna has a BTS mask. I know she showed it to us one day here on Zoom on the youth and it's become a fashion statement now. I've seen this thing called like tri-kinis where, you know, you have the bikini top, the bikini bottom and a matching mask to go with your bikini. So that's what we're, that's what we're dealing with now. And honestly, like, it's not a bad problem to deal with because now this whole, you know, trend with the face masks and stuff like that, maybe even with school, you know, we had our graduation ceremony. We all got masks that had the school emblem on it. So it's like a nice, it's a nice memory, a little token from our graduation that happened amidst this pandemic with our school logo on it. So we can always remember what this was like, but I know I have one that says class of 2020 on it and I just have so many different masks and this has now become a fashion statement. So aside from the fact that we will be seeing people wearing masks from now on, at least here in Miami Dade for who knows how long, because we're still unsure as to how long we will have to wear masks in public areas. Now we'll see all the different fashion trends and statements that come as a result of having to wear masks. Maybe at the Met Gala, they'll do who had the best mask, if there's even a Met Gala next year. But we'll see how all that unfolds. But in this next segment, coming up here on the youth, you know, we've talked about sports and how sports will begin to unfold throughout this pandemic. You know, we've seen soccer come back already. We're preparing for the return of the NBA. And the MLB made a big announcement yesterday, but there's some worries, of course, looming in the air as to what's going to go down with that. You're listening to the youth here on Slam Radio, Series 6M, Channel 145. We'll be right back. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. I get it. Your desk has been there for you. Holding up your computer, your unused stapler, and that plant you forgot to water. But maybe it's time to leave your desk and spend your lunch break volunteering with Meals on Wheels. Doing Meals on Wheels for me is the joy that I look for at the end of my week. I'll come to the door with one meal and I'll walk away with a full heart. Drop off a warm meal and get more than you expect. Volunteer at americaletsdolunch.org. That's americaletsdolunch.org. Brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Man, I love my kids so much. I once sat for three hours in the cold rain to watch her soccer team lose by 18 goals. I love my kids so much, I once used a tube to suck snot out of her stuffed nose at 3 a.m. You win. Love your kids? Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat. From toddlers to tweens, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and whatever, just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigos. Can you imagine it's like a congregation of big dogs. You have a Great Dane. You have a couple of pit bulls off to the side. You have some very, very big German shepherds. You know, just the bigger type of dogs. And they're hanging out, talking, slobbering over each other, doing what, what big dogs do. And a little chihuahua comes running through, barking at all of them. 
And the big dogs just look at each other, look down at the Chihuahua, and they look at each other again like, is this dog for real? The Chihuahua is UCF. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to noon, only on Slam Radio Sirius XM 145. My mother was always very active and independent, and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. It's important for you to talk to someone about it. I felt so much better after my son told me, Mom, we'll figure it out. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. If it wasn't for Michael Jordan getting cut from his ninth grade basketball team, he wouldn't have became Michael Jordan. <laughs> you know, if it wasn't for, uh, I seen an, an article the other day where they were talking about Oprah Winfrey and how she got fired because she wasn't good for television. You know, you got people like Walt Disney who got fired, if I'm not mistaken, from a newspaper saying he had no imagination. So what do you tell him? You tell him, you know? You know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's going to do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. You, you got to take those losses. You got to take those hits. There's got to be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs. In order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, rico. You know, this is what it's all about. And not only that, it's never about making it, guys. It's always about maintaining it. That's the toughest part. On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. What's up, everybody? This is Spice Adams. Slam Radio, Sirius XM. Yeah. Many big cities here, Miami Dade especially, making face masks a requirement no matter where you are. And I mean, while some of us already practice this, it's kind of good news to hear that we're taking these steps in order to ensure safety because we're seeing such a spike in cases here in Florida. But moving on, you know, we've talked about sports a lot here on on the youth, and we've talked about how we've seen sports affected as a result of the pandemic and we saw seasons canceled and everything we've gone through it all and now we're finally seeing where sports are beginning to announce layout plans as to how they're going to return how they're going to start these seasons and how these seasons are going to play out as a result of the pandemic of course adjusting to the cdc guidelines and trying to make this as safe as possible not just for the fans but for the athletes themselves as well we've talked about how baseball was having an especially hard time trying to figure out a plan as there was you know clashing opinions between the athletes and owners and they finally come to some sort of an agreement and just yesterday MLB owners announced a plan for a 60 game schedule that would begin in July so we're seeing again we're seeing the NBA start in July we're seeing other soccer leagues begin in July as well so July is going to be a pretty intense month for sports it's going to be a very unique time and Something that, again, will go down in history for sure as all these sporting leagues have had to adjust their seasons to this and it'll definitely affect the, you know, the seasons to come for these leagues. But now a lot of worries are rising as we're seeing more and more athletes, coaches, staff 
many are testing positive for the coronavirus as we're seeing practices start up again. We're seeing seasons start up again in, uh, in the scenario of soft. Somebody talk. Um, yeah, so basically we are seeing all these new sports coming into play. And I mean, personally, we've had this conversation before. I think it's better to integrate sports teams because as Amanda was saying before, uh, before some technical difficulties came up, how there are a lot of players and coaches and a lot of staff just in general getting sick. So I think personally, when it comes down to this, I've said this before, and I'm going to keep on preaching this because I fully agree with this, that this should only continue if people are safe and if people are really comfortable with continuing in this league, in any league, to be honest with you, whether it be basketball, football, or anything else, because at this point, it just doesn't seem all right and fair to endanger any of these people any more than what they need to be. You know, so I think personally, when it comes down to this, we should play, well, not necessarily play, but we should work with the players and work with the coaches and figure exactly how everything should be in line because again, I personally don't want to be watching a basketball game and then in the back of my head, knowing that there's a couple players that are sick with COVID because of the league started playing up again. So, I mean, personally, I think that this should only continue if everybody is one back on track with their health and is safe to continue with this. And two, if they're given the comfort of being able to be safe because again, you know, it goes into the fact that yes, they are entertainers with, you know, all, all the athletes, but it also goes down to the fact that they need to be safe at the same time. I definitely yeah. agree on that, on that fact, because being safe, especially since like they're putting a risk to do their job, but as well as entertain us, because I know a lot of people love sports, too much people love sports, but they love it. And Baseball is an American pastime. That's what it's like a saying. But they, I know a lot of people are worried to go back to work because of COVID as well as people are getting sick. If their health is not 100%, then that's why people don't want to go to work. So I just say that they need to feel safe, everybody to be 100% healthy and have their social distance. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think that these people need to make sure that they are completely safe, that they feel that they are able to play in a in a very safe environment, that they, they take extra precautions to make sure that these players are all healthy, that they have whatever they need to make sure that they maintain healthy. Uh, and I understand why there'd be so many, like, um, questions about exactly what's going on and what's going to happen with the with the leagues but I think um, the leagues are all gonna make sure they take that that extra mile that extra those extra precautions to make sure that their players are all safe and healthy and ready to play their games yeah and these worries are kind of rolling over for the NBA because again the NBA season was necessarily supposed to start up soon now with the whole restructure of their uh, seasons, but this is kind of rolling over because here in Florida, as we talked about before in the first segment, we have, we're having a lot of spikes and we're going into a lot of new precautions and new regulations that we all need to f uh, follow as uh, Flor Floridians here. And 
the NBA season is supposed to be playing at Disney World here in Florida. So there's a lot of worries because now it's the fact that we do have spikes and now there's a lot of athletes and a lot of coaches and a lot of staffs who are also getting sick. And now again, Florida having spikes and now, you know, the worry of having the NBA coming here and now them having to risk themselves with all these contaminations and just opening themselves up to a spiteful area with COVID. So, I mean, I see this as another big worry personally, as I said before, like, I think that this is definitely a problem that, that needs to be uh, looked at, asserted, and then fixed because at this point it goes into the fact that I, as a viewer and me, and I love sports, I love basketball, I love sports. I'm, I used to play a lot of sports, but it goes down to the fact that as a viewer for this, I will not feel entirely comfortable knowing that these players are at risk of anything for their lives because this disease, as we talked about before, is very deadly and, and, it, and it taxes a lot on, on the people and on their bodies. So essentially, I think that this all needs to just be asserted in a different way. And we need to just look at how, I don't think, I, I, okay, I understand that a lot of people are gonna be mad about pushing sports back even more, but it goes into the fact being that if they do push it back, you're gonna get the best you can from all these leagues because all their players are gonna be healthy. All their players are gonna be, give you the, the, the A1 type of uh, play that they normally give you whenever it's a normal season. So personally, I would much rather wait a little longer for all of them to be safe and all of them to, you know, finally be at the right headspace and right level space in order to fully, you know, be entertaining and, and, and in order to give all of us, all the viewers, a full view of what they can actually do. Yeah, definitely. Because if, if it gets to the point that it, it needs to be postponed, it's for the health of the players and everybody in the staff to continue to play 100%. If it gets to the point that it's not like that, especially here in Florida, that we're having a, a very much an increase in cases, it's they need to look out for their players' health as well as the staff because it's very important to continue to have people health. As you said, Nicole, it's very deadly and we don't want that. We don't want that at all. Yeah, I, I know I definitely don't. And I understand, like, let's say, like, some people won't, don't agree with, like, them postponing the season again. I kind of get it because they're they're waiting so, like, m they've been waiting so long for, like, the game, like, for a game to come back. And when they were so close to getting it, they just got it, like, taken away, if, if it gets postponed, of course. Um, but it, I got to remember, it's for the better of the, the players. And... And I think that overall, this this could help them more. It's going to make the players even more eager to play. And then they're going to perform even better, which I cannot wait to see. And yeah, essentially, because they'll be, they'll, they'll be healthy. And what's it called? Them playing in Florida, I don't think it's going to affect them that much, if I'm being honest. The, the, the spikes are, um, you know, a, a little bit scary, but whatever i mean of course like again it's it's not very comforting when it comes down to this because oh amanda's here hi amanda is everything going good now yeah you know these technical difficulties are always a lot of fun to deal with especially when it just kicks you out of zoom for no reason and you know then your computer doesn't want to work afterwards 
So that was a, an interesting segment there where I had to deal with that. But yes, I'm back and I apologize for my technical difficulties. <laughs> but I mean, it was essentially, we're just going over this, this, the opinions and the feelings of, you know, coming back to sports and having all this, uh, I guess, integration with it now, because again, we just, we don't feel entirely comfortable here as a whole here in the youth. We don't really think that going back in and exposing players and exposing staff and coaches and so on and so forth would be the healthiest nor the smartest idea to do. So I think that all, all of us here have the same opinion when it comes down to the fact that just want everybody to be as safe as possible and to essentially just, you know, give their best shot when they're all healthy enough to, to, to play again. But when we come back here on the youth, we're going to talk about Apple phones and new iOS updates. You're listening to the youth here on Slam Radio, Sirius XM. Channel 145. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigo. Well, it just annoys me that you don't see it my way. Oh, it annoys me that you don't see it my way. We can play this game too. What? Not always going to see it your way. Your way is not the way. I can see it my way. But your way is not the way. So some people, some people are really... That's huge ego of you, by the way. Yeah, of course. You can't spell amigo without the ego. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. I adopted Bento in 2010 from a shelter. This cat makes me make art. He's always motivating me to draw pictures of him. He just is motivating artistically. He's my best friend, but a lot of people know him as Keyboard Cat. Keyboard Cat, YouTube star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Start yours today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council. The Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council present the story of Tom and Levi. Tom is the smartest man I know. He's been a professor at two major universities. He's been a teacher for over 40 years. One day, he told me that he was having um, problems in his classes. I think one of the students had asked the question and he didn't remember the answer. And I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. And he was telling them that he was doing it as a favor to them. But I think in reality, he just wanted to get out of there. Um, I was really starting to worry because I saw something was wrong. Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives, but he was there beside me, and my love for him was just immense. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Slam Radio has brought so much positivity into my life that allows so many young people to have a voice. I'm very thankful for this opportunity at Slam Radio. Not a lot of people get to say that they worked on the first radio station 
run inside of high school. I've learned so much from Frank the Tank. I've learned so much from Danny, from the Amigo. I've learned so much from them, and I thank them so much, and it means a lot to me. Slam Radio is a community. It just gives you opportunity. They give you opportunities that not many schools have. The people here are just great. Someone always has your back no matter what. It is definitely a place to leave your egos and your insecurities behind and just be yourself and all become one. I'm so thankful for everybody here at Slam Radio, and I'm thankful for this wonderful opportunity that I've been given to jumpstart my career. You are listening to Slam Radio on Sirius XM 145. Hey there, this is Lakina, and I am here with my teammates, the Kansas City Chiefs cheerleaders, and you are listening to Slam Radio. Woo! We are back here on the Youth Slam Radio, Series 6 channel 145. I'm back. I apologize for my technical difficulties once again. Kind of weird, you know, dealing with technology nowadays. Who knows what's going to go down, especially when using Zoom and other platforms. Very unpredictable. But in this in this segment, we're going to talk about technology as well and how we're seeing technology, especially the ones that we're used to using, iPhones. We get that update, that big update at least, at least once a year where, you know, Apple add this tidbit or that tidbit. You know, I think the last big one was when they had group FaceTime was added as a thing. And I know I use group FaceTime avidly. And it was sort of a big deal to finally see group FaceTime as a thing. But now we're seeing Apple's latest announcement just yesterday. Um, one of the biggest changes for this iOS update that's set to release in the fall, it's probably going to be one of the biggest changes we've seen. Uh, the apps are now, they can be different sizes. So, you know, when you have an iPhone, you know, every little app is that small icon. Now you can see, you know, the time app will be this big and then you have smaller ones here to fill the corners and another big one right here um so we're seeing the app sizes change which is a big deal and people are saying that it sort of resembles the android cell phone layout of which we see you know they have like the time pretty big and then you know the other apps are smaller and it's it's kind of i'm not sure how i feel about it yet i kind of like it i kind of don't like it but I pretty much say that about many of the updates and you eventually grow used to it and you like it. And then when the next update comes out, you don't want that next update because you're already used to this. But I, in my opinion, I think this is probably one of the biggest updates we've seen since that change from the dark, dull, rustic colors that iPhones used to have, which if you had an iPhone 4 and iPhone 3, you know, back in the early 2010s, um, this is what we saw my first phone and iPhone 4. That's how I started with. I had those older looking icons where, you know, the, the photos was like a, a little, like a flowery picture and YouTube was still an app that came with your phone. And, you know, when you would double click, the apps would come up on the bottom, but it was that very old boxy dark look. And I remember that jump when the iPhone 5 released was that jump from those colors to the bright neon pastelish colors that we now see and we've seen for over five years uh, since this new update and I remember seeing that update and the change that went from those dark colors to these brighter colors was a big deal because it was so different and it was probably the biggest update change that Apple had ever made but now this is a pretty big change because we've been used to these icon sizes forever the icon sizes have been the same since then even if they did change color even if they did change format the icons have always been the same size, but now Apple's new update, this new iOS. 
this new iOS update does give you a lot of new things. Along with probably a new phone, a new set of AirPods, a new laptop, a lot of new things that you want to get, but are extremely crazy amounts of money. But, but now this new update, again, it's a big change because these apps are sort of changing size and it's going to be a very eclectic look and not the, you know, what we're used to seeing where it's just all columns and rows of the same size apps. I mean, this, when I first saw this, it was in an article about how an Android user would, like, this would push them to actually go into a iPhone and like to, I'm sorry, to get an iPhone, sorry. And they mostly was because you can have the app widgets where you can now see your apps in order from all that you have. Like there's, there's a certain uh, slide in feature where you can see all the apps that you have and it kind of be, it, they either uh, have it organized from most recent to A through Z. And I think that this in a whole, again, I'm like Amanda with this, don't know how to feel about this because I'm real used to how Apple normally has it now. But I think that this is definitely an interesting feature. I just hope that with the bigger uh, app displays and with the time displays that that's something that you can you know get rid of because I don't think that's something that I would personally enjoy all too much. There are some other things with this where you can like search up emojis like right there when you're on your keyboard and all that. And that all this is definitely going to come in handy. It's just essentially like making it easier for people to find their things. Because if you are somebody who does have a lot of apps, whether it be for your profession or for your kids or whatever, it, it, this is definitely a, a nice opening for an easier way to find your things as well as just being able to know your display better. And yeah, I mean, you know, you just you just said it also has different options where now you can search up the emojis as well. I know that when you get a phone call now, it won't take up the whole screen. It'll only do the top part, which is great because, you know, sometimes sitting there waiting for the call to go through when you can't answer and you don't just want to send them straight to voicemail. That's kind of a, it's, it's a pain because you have to stop and wait for the whole call. And if they call you again, now you can FaceTime and you can do other things while you're on FaceTime. Siri doesn't take up the whole page. There's also this new sort of feature app. Oh my gosh, I, I was talking to Nicole about it, but it's this thing where you can use an app, but not with its full, you know, everything that the app comes with. So if you're just trying to order an Uber really quick, but you don't have the app, you can just order the Uber based on where you're at. And you know, it's like a, an app trial is sort of what it is. It's called app clips. And it's basically app like clips. a trial run. Yeah, it's basically like a trial run for apps that you can get. So like they're, they're bigger apps like Yelp where like they have businesses and like restaurant restaurants where they'll give you like an app clip sort of code so that you can just only go to like that one profession or that one place instead of just going opening the whole app system itself. And it's like, a, it's like how Amanda said, it's like a trial run essentially for the app where it's like, doesn't give you, I don't believe it gives you the full capacity of the app. No, you can't use, you, yeah, you can't use all the different features that come with the app, but for something specific, you know, like maybe you're just trying to order some food from Panera Bread. If you go on Maps and you click Panera Bread, you can briefly use the Panera app to place an order. And there you go. There you have it. You don't have to keep that app on your phone, which as we know, apps take up a lot of storage. But this is definitely another cool feature that's coming with this iOS update. But I think the bit, you know, and as well, you know, the phone, the phone call not coming up and taking up the entire screen. Same thing as Siri. The biggest one, though, has to be the change in size for the icons, because that is something that's a pretty big deal because it's something we're not used to. And, you know, Nicole made a great point where now it'll push these Android users to perhaps get an iPhone because it has that similar look and feel. Why do I feel like I've been living under a rock? Oh my God, I didn't know there was going to be such a big change. 
I didn't know none of this. Thank you for telling me because now I'm like excited to see what it's gonna look like. I don't know how to feel about it, but I'm excited. Like my feelings are conflicted or something, but like that actually sounds interesting to get all these new features. I don't know about the icons though, because I used to have like Android stuff and I didn't like it. It was too, I didn't like it at all. But I think, I think that with this new update, you'll be able to pick which apps are bigger and which ones are smaller because I saw multiple different screens where in some cases they had photos that took up the entire screen like that bottom part, then there was app stacked on top, then there was like a half square. So I think you'll be able to personalize the same way you can personalize what's in your, in your control center when you, you know, you swipe up or it's not swipe up anymore. Now you just, you know, you click the corner part and everything comes down, but that the same way you're able to personalize that where you can put maybe screen record, maybe Brie needs screen record, but Gerald doesn't on the control center. I think it'll be in a similar fashion when it comes to choosing the size of these icon apps. So maybe it's something where we can still keep our small icons that we're used to using and seeing, or maybe it's something we can, you know, and we can adjust to, maybe we want the time to be flashed up on the screen. You can also have your battery percentage flashed up on the screen in that case. So it's definitely a, a reminder that when you're at 1%, you're at 1% because that little bar on the side isn't the greatest help sometimes. Nope. I'm gonna be honest. When I saw like the, uh, the update, I was like, okay, cannot wait for that because I love like the, I love the like the home screen because like you can put like little, I think it's like you say widgets, yeah widgets, and it's like a bunch of like different like icons and and I really like all of the, I really like the calling one that it doesn't take up your whole screen because sometimes someone's calling me and I don't want to see, like that block my whole screen while I'm doing something on my phone. So I'm just like, okay, just let that pass. Um, another thing, I saw that Siri, instead of like blocking your whole screen, it just shows like the little like Siri, like, um, like I don't know how to explain. The, the little, little circle, circle. yeah. The yeah, little, little thing circle. With the wavelength, yeah. it'll come up on the bottom of your screen, which again, similar to the phone calls, whenever you ask Siri to do something, it completely paralyzes your entire screen. Now we're seeing where it's a little part of the screen. Same thing with, you know, we saw in the latter updates where the volume would show up on your entire screen and it would, you would have to wait for it to go away. And now it comes up as a side on, uh, it comes up on the side of your screen and you don't really have to deal with that taking up your entire screen. So again, like this phone where now your phone calls won't take up the whole space. Siri won't take up the whole space. That's, those are pretty cool little tidbits that they're adding in. And I'm sure they've seen all the complaints on Twitter and all the memes on Twitter and Instagram and what not, but I think, again, the biggest updates coming for this new iOS update are definitely the size of the icons, because like we said, and we continue to say, you know, we've been used to that same icon size forever. And of course that app clips, which is something very, it's very unique, very different. And I'm sure Apple is taking lots of, lots of pride in this because unlike sort of copying that Android look and feel, which they will never admit it, but we know that that's what, what that's like unlike copying and sort of mimicking that Android feel with the different size and apps now, this app clips is something that we've never seen before. And if it does work properly and it works smoothly, it's something that could completely change the way we use apps and the way we use technology in the future. I'm sorry, Amanda, did you say that they steal from Android? No, 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 they innovate from Android. They, they're all about innovation. innovation. 
Yes, they innovate. They never take, they only innovate. But no, I think this is a great thing because with the Siri, it's kind of similar to how like your Mac has a Siri where it doesn't take up the full thing. It's just like the little circle just kind of blinks up. It's like, hi, I'm here. What do you need? But I think this is all going to be very interesting and very, it's going to be nice to, again, with the whole calling, but I'm, I'm kind of used to now when somebody calls me, I don't want to answer their call. I just like sing with the tune of the, of the calling for no reason. I'm like, this is going to pass my time. So I think that's going to definitely be a new change and a nice difference whenever it comes to calling and all that because to be honest I don't like answering calls all the time it's really just a bother at this point <laughs> and like I know for myself as much as I try to delve into the different apps and the different technology and cool things that Apple offers like you know I just discovered shortcuts because we saw a TikTok video of how to set up a tick uh, a shortcut whenever you're getting pulled over so you know I tried figuring out how to use that and trying to create some shortcuts of my own. But I know someone who definitely does delve in the different avenues and the different, you know, all the tech that Apple provides within these apps is Frank. And I feel like Frank is someone who can definitely benefit from this app clips type thing. And he'll be the one to teach us all how to properly use app clips and how to adjust these app sizes. Because whenever we need Apple help, we all go to Frank because Frank is like the in-house expert for Apple. But I can definitely see someone like Frank who, you know, whenever that new iPhone comes out, he's ready to to get the iPhone and show us the camera and show off how cool his camera zooms in and zooms out and all the different, you know, apps and applications that only he can have on his <laughs> on his iPhone. But yeah, someone like Frank would definitely Thanks take advantage of all the new, you know, tidbits that Apple's adding into this update. For some for some people like us, we may not like that big app and we're just okay let's just go back to the old way and we may even you know wait a little bit until we get that update i know i've done that before but yeah absolutely i mean we'll see how this works out and how this rolls out i'm pretty interested in seeing this new update i thought it was coming right now like i thought you know next week we'd be able to update this but we do have to wait to the fall so it's something we'll continue to see unfold and we'll see how that works as soon as you know, and then we'll see the new phone and we'll see the new AirPods and everything else that Frank will acquire in his, uh, in his, his own artillery of Apple products because Frank is the Apple master at slam. <laughs> Frank essentially flexes on all of us. When he got a new phone, he essentially showed all, and I had gotten my phone too, but my phone's like one step under Frank's. And he was like, oh, I got the pro. And he was showing me the three cameras. Like, dude, it's so cool how clean and cut it is. So yeah, Frank is definitely the guy to go to whenever you want to either get flexed on or help with any Apple product. You see, he's even bringing the iPad. He has a Mac, everything. He's an Apple guy completely. But I think he's definitely going to benefit from this in, in, in all, in total. His iPad that's the size of like a TV screen. I remember watching him take stats on the sidelines for basketball with that. And it's like, whoa, that's a that's a pretty big iPad and the Apple Pencil. And Frank has it all. Frank is the Apple master at Slam Radio for sure. But when we come back here on the youth, we're moving on to our final segment of today's show, which we'll talk about something that went down in NASCAR, a specific race and how we're seeing people come together as a result of an event that unfolded this past weekend. You're listening to the youth here on Slam Radio, CSXM, channel 145. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, channel 145. I get it. Your desk has been there for you. Holding up your computer, your unused stapler, and that plant you forgot to water. But maybe it's time to leave your desk and spend your lunch break volunteering with Meals on Wheels. 
Doing Meals on Wheels for me is the joy that I look for at the end of my week. I'll come to the door with one meal and I'll walk away with a full heart. Drop off a warm meal and get more than you expect. Volunteer at americaletsdolunch.org. That's americaletsdolunch.org. Brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Man, I love my kids so much. I once sat for three hours in the cold rain to watch her soccer team lose by 18 goals. I love my kids so much, I once used a tube to suck snot out of her stuffed nose at 3 a.m. You win. Love your kids? Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat. From toddlers to tweens, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and whatever, just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigos. Can you imagine it's like a congregation of big dogs. You have a Great Dane, you have a couple of pit bulls off to the side, you have some very, very big German shepherds, you know, just the bigger type of dogs, and they're hanging out talking, slobbering over each other, doing what, what big dogs do. And a little chihuahua comes running through, barking at all of them. And the big dogs just look at each other, look down at the chihuahua, and they look at each other again like, is this dog for real? The chihuahua is UCF. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to noon, only on Slam Radio Sirius XM 145. My mother was always very active and independent, and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. It's important for you to talk to someone about it. I felt so much better after my son told me, Mom, we'll figure it out. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. If it wasn't for Michael Jordan getting cut from his ninth grade basketball team, he wouldn't have became Michael Jordan. <laughs> you know, if it wasn't for, uh, I seen an, an article the other day where they were talking about Oprah Winfrey and how she got fired because she wasn't good for television. You know, you got people like Walt Disney who got fired, if I'm not mistaken, from a newspaper saying he had no imagination. So what do you tell him? You tell him, you know? You know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's going to do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. You, you got to take those losses. You got to take those hits. There's got to be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs, in order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, rico. you know, this is what it's all about. And not only that, it's never about making it, guys. It's always about maintaining it. That's the toughest part. On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. This is Alan Hearns with the Miami Dolphins. Shout out to Slam Radio. For our last segment of today's show, um, just a quick rundown of everything we've talked about today. You know, we talked about face masks being required now in many cities in Miami-Dade. We saw how, you know, sports, we're seeing how 
we're having a little bit of trouble getting back to sports simply because we're seeing a lot of athletes, coaches, staff who are testing positive now more than ever because we're returning to practices, we're returning to sports, and this is sparking up worries for you know the coming weeks and months in which we will see the return of a lot of major leagues. We also talked about how we're seeing iPhones with their new iOS updates and what we're excited to see. You know, these new app sizes and no more phone calls taking up the entire screens is pretty interesting. But for this last segment, I thought that this was a nice story to sort of end things off for today's show. Uh, something that went down yesterday and that's been going down this past weekend. Um, yesterday at the Geico 500 at Talladega Super Speedway in Lincoln, Alabama, fellow drivers and crew members helped push black driver Bubba Wallace's race car to the front of the speedway. And you may be wondering, well, why did this go down? You know, you saw NASCAR probably a lot on Twitter and Instagram. It was trending. And you're probably wondering, well, what, what went down? This was pretty, it's been a pretty big story the past few days as just on Sunday, uh, Bubba, he found a noose in his garage at home. So this entire, everything that went down yesterday at the race did come as solidarity, in solidarity to Bubba Wallace and everything that's been going down. You know, we've also seen how NASCAR uh, sort of banned the use of Confederate flags within their races and how we're seeing a lot of different establishments sort of ban and not have the use of Confederate flags. NCAA, correct me if I'm wrong, but they set an establishment where if the Confederate flag is flown in any of the states, then no teams will be able to play from these states, any collegiate teams. So now we're seeing how NASCAR, all these drivers, these crew members, everybody that was out there yesterday at this race walked in solidarity with Bubba Wallace and pushing his car to the beginning of the race so he can lead off this race when everything started off. So, I mean, it's it's nice to see how people are coming together to show Bubba that they're all with him, but it's kind of sad to hear a story like this where, you know, Bubba Wallace, a racer in NASCAR, um, an athlete, a professional athlete, and he is dealing with things like this where he's finding a noose in his own home that's an incredible invasion of privacy in his own garage. I think overall this is extremely heartwarming to just see this happen with everything else that's been happening in the in the U.S. Uh, recently and I think that this is definitely again something that's very comforting with this because he is the only uh, uh, black driver correct? In, in NASCAR? Okay, I'm getting confirmation that he is. So essentially, I think that this is definitely a very nice way of just saying, hey, sorry. Like, like it's like a, it's, it's, it's essentially something that I think is a, again, very heartwarming, very comforting, because this is, this is definitely a nice thing to see, especially after what he's, uh, what he's seen re in recent days with the noose in his, in his own garage, in his home garage. That's kind of, that's definitely concerning. I hope that they, you know, figure that out a little bit deeper because that's not at all something that is comfy at all. But I think this is definitely a very nice thing to kind of see as everything is essentially still, you know, going a little crazy in the U.S. here. I think it's crazy that he had to find a noose in his home. I think it's completely inappropriate, terrible thing for anyone to do to uh, another human being. That it shouldn't be, it, it, that shouldn't have happened ever. But I think it's very, I think it's very nice that they, what's it called? That they had showed him, um, I think his name is Bubba, correct? 
right? Uh, that they showed Bubba that they are with him and they are essentially sorry that people are doing the, doing such hateful acts towards him. I think that's really nice. And something as severe as this, you know, that's that's a statement to make. And even though it's it seems like it's something as simple as just putting a noose in someone's garage, but it's putting a noose in someone's garage where, again, it's an incredible invasion of privacy. And it's it's just it's so it's incredible to believe that people still think that stuff like this is okay and to commit acts like this simply because of the color of a person's skin that it's justified and it's okay to do this. It's disrespectful that someone would take that type of action to do that. I'm glad there there was some positive things that there is people that are not ignorant about someone's skin color. And I'm glad that these people actually did something incredibly positive, something nice to show that, yes, we stand with you, not against you. And I'm glad that they did that. Yeah, and again, like Brianna makes a great point. It shows that they're standing with him, not against him. They understand, they may not completely understand what he's going through because many people would never be able to understand what he goes through, and especially in an experience like that, where it's an invasion of privacy and something that's attacking the color of his skin. They may not ever be able to experience something like that, but they understand him and they are with him. It was it was a the same way that leaving that noose was a statement. Everything that went down yesterday at that speedway was a statement because they all walked together and led him. He was leading them and they were with him throughout this entire walk towards the beginning of the speedway where he led and he led off this race. And while he did come in 14th place yesterday, he may not have won. It still shows, you know, it. the moral of the story is that they're, they're all in this together. And we've talked about that here on the youth and we've talked about everything that's come as a result of George Floyd's death almost a month ago already, and how we've seen the protests, we've seen everything that's gone on. Amanda, and- Amanda, I'm sorry to cut you off in such a detailed speech, but... <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do hear that, and that means we have come to the end of our show, but like I said, shout out to everybody in NASCAR yesterday at that race who walked alongside Bubba Wallace and, and showed solidarity to him, but I also want to thank you guys for being here today for another spectacular show of the youth, and thank you to everybody who tuned in today on the youth, Sam Radio, 6 m channel 145, See you tomorrow.